Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another Circling Sales Sports game reaction. I know that the line here under the final score is not so positive, but the Seattle Kraken did win this game in overtime. They finally beat the Tampa Bay Lightning for the first time in Seattle's NHL existence. It's the one team they had not checked that box off against, and they're able to do so on the road uh, to close out this road trip. So that was impressive. Uh, Seattle builds two separate two-goal leads throughout this one. The first one coming in the first period. Um, wait, no, they both came in the first period. Um and then giving that two-goal lead away twice, uh, eventually forcing an overtime. This was a wild one. This was a wild one. Uh, Tampa Bay, not quite the team uh, that won the two separate Stanley Cups um, and you know made the playoffs last season. They're a little bit different. But obviously, without star goaltender Andre Vasilevsky, um, but Jonas Johansson has been pretty solid to start the season for them. Uh, Seattle was able to beat him tonight in this game. Uh, you know, it's really strong game for the Kraken here and in many different aspects. I like how it's been throughout the course of the year so far. A strong start. Seattle goes uh, and scores three goals in the first period, including including a power play goal from Kyler Yamamoto at the end of it for that third goal. Uh, they look strong. They got out to a really quick start, got those first two goals pretty quick. Um and Brian Dumoulin scores his first goal as a Kraken. Uh, Justin Schultz on the assist on that one gets his 300th career point uh, assist. Um, there's a point. It might have been point, actually. Um, goodness. I tweeted out and everything. Well, um, it was Dumoulin. Hmm. Dumoulin, yeah, then Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord scores against his former team, which was nice. Um, eventually, you know, the lead gets blown. We go into overtime. Uh, there were a couple instances uh, where this game was really close to going in Tampa Bay's favor and Tampa Bay winning it. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but Jared McCann hammers home the game winner. He was our player of the game, not just for his game-winning goal in overtime, but also for an assist in this game uh, coming on Yanni Gord's goal. So that was impressive to see as well. Uh, I want to make sure it was Yanni Gord's goal. Yes, it was Yanni Gord's goal. He got the secondary assist on that one. Uh, you know, Kyler Yamamoto could have been here as well. He had one goal and one assist, his first multi-point game as a Kraken. Uh, but Jared McCann, I, I talked about this in our recap article Oh, no, in our Good, Bad, and Ugly article. Uh, but Jared McCann, when his career is done, will be one of the better players in Kraken franchise history, probably one of one of the best. Um, obviously, again, it's it's early in the franchise career. Uh, some other players who are younger, you know, probably in the prospect pool will eventually be better, I'm sure. But, you know, Jared McCann's impact will be remembered for what he did to start the year, uh, to start this franchise, uh, you know, whether it was, uh, the 40 goal season being the first uh, player to sign an extension. Uh, you know, some of the key moments he's had, including now this overtime winner. So Jared McCann, you know, continues to be such a, a stellar part of this franchise um, and a, a foundational piece, I would argue. So our other player of the game, and this one is kind of set in jokes, the pipes uh, in the third period uh, under 30 seconds, uh, Tampa Bay had an opportunity to go ahead and get a late game winner potentially, uh, but their shot uh, hit the pipe. They jammed it against the pipe, weren't able to get it through. Uh, Philip Grubauer jumps on it, <laughs> melts it down. And in this uh, overtime period, 
this one was interesting. Uh, Braden Point tried to throw a pass through both Philip Grubauer and Adam Larson. Uh, Larson got part of the stick on it, but not enough to prevent the puck from going past that stick. Uh, Nikita Kucherov was back door, trying to put it home. That puck hits the pipe as well, uh, and Grubauer jumps on it again. So, hey, man, shout out to your pipes, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, thanking them in different languages like Marc-Andre Fleury or whatever you may do. Um, shout out to pipes. Uh, that's not to say that Philip Grubauer didn't play well either. I mean, 34 saves and 919 save percentage. That was really solid as well. Both of the Kraken goaltenders, as we've talked about uh, over this road trip, uh, and even earlier into the season uh, have played well to begin the year have been a big, strong factor in that. And, and when I talk about, you know, different aspects of this Seattle team being good and showing positive signs, the goaltenders have been part of that. Uh, you know, there, there are a few goals throughout the course of this season so far that you can truly pinpoint on the goaltenders um, and, and not something else in the play leading into that. So, Happy with Groovy's performance. Nice to see him do that. Again, this is a Tampa Bay team. I, I know I said it's a different roster than the one that has won those Stanley Cups, but still a lot of talent in the forward groups. You know, I just talk about Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov. So, um, you know, big, big there um, to get that performance from Phillip. Uh, and nice for him to get his first one of the season. He had not gotten a win in the four games he had played uh, in previously. We look at the power plays, uh, the special teams here. Seattle gets two power play goals. I mentioned the Kyler Yamamoto goal. Jared McCann's overtime winner was also a power play goal. Uh, so nice to get the power play in overtime. That's always helpful. You go from three skaters to four skaters. Um, really big impact. I mean, uh, nice to get that going. Um, Nice to get Yamamoto uh, on the power play as well. Uh, I know that he's been moved around on the different units. Uh, we've seen that in practice throughout the year so far. So nice to see that the penalty kill that one that the Lightning did convert uh, came in a spot that was unfortunate. Uh, the last two games in Florida and in Tampa Bay here, uh, the Kraken have gotten a two-goal lead. And then Jamie Alexiak has given up a penalty. Uh, both of them relatively frustrating considering that they shouldn't have been uh, he shouldn't have done that in the first place. Uh, they were avoidable. Uh, it was a holding call, actually, against former Kraken Hayden Flurry. Uh, Tampa Bay takes advantage. You know, again, I will say it. Uh, I did say that this is a different Tampa Bay team, but that power play that they have is still a dangerous one, um, for, you know, from the history that they have with each other. Um, but. The power plays had a tough, uh, the penalty kill, I'm sorry, has had a tough go of things this road trip. I mean, you play some good teams with some good power plays. You give up three power plays in the third period to the Red Wings, a team that's been one of the better offensive teams uh, in all of the NHL at the beginning of this road trip. Um, so, you know, and especially in little in the Carolina power play, even though, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been tough for them. I know there's concern about it. I'm not too worried about it per se. If this continues on throughout the month of November, then I'd be concerned. Um, but you know, currently not too much. Uh, nice to see that stat there. Tampa Bay only allowed the one power play goal coming into this game, and Seattle gets two on them. We look at the statistics here. Um, not, not you know nothing too wild in this one. You lose the faceoff wins. Sure. Uh, the hits were a little eh, hits is good. Again, I talked, I think we talked about it in this Florida, in the Florida game before this, you know, seeing that physical aspect ramp up there. Seattle's not an overly physical team. That's not their identity. That's not who they're going to be until maybe we see a Jacob Melanson, Yanni Newman uh, come up here uh, through the prospect pool. That's not who they are, you know? So 
Uh, at least right now, I'm not expecting them to, to see the hits uh that number go up a ton, especially with Brandon Tanev out. Um, but good to see when they are able to win that battle of the blocks as well. Seattle, statistically, this season has been very middle of the pack uh, in blocking shots per game. Uh, as we've, uh, you know, we do that every game uh, with our, our game stat graphic in the morning uh, on the game days. But it's it's a it's a big help, you know. Not only helps you defensively, helps out your goaltender. So, uh, to an extent, you want to see your, you want your you want your goalie to get some saves early on, so they get in the rhythm. Um, but you know, night. This was a solid game. Just giving up the 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 two goal leads, man. It's just frustrating. So so head bangingly frustrating. So um, overall, though, on this road trip, I mean, you know, getting five of the eight possible points against all tough teams, both uh, Florida, Tampa Bay. You know, those Florida teams are tough. Florida, obviously, going to the uh, Stanley Cup final last season. Tampa Bay getting eliminated in the first round by the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Carolina, all the talent that they have, them being a cup favorite. Uh, Detroit starting out as hot as they have been. That's a tough four-game road trip. And to come in, uh, you know, get the two overtime wins, lose one in overtime, and lose one uh, in Florida that just came, comes off of a lucky bounce, that third goal that they get, just unfortunate. And to have a two-goal lead in all four of those games is positive. But then losing it, obviously, is very negative and frustrating. It's something that you absolutely need to be better about um, going forward. So uh, speaking of going forward, after that four-game road trip has wrapped up, uh, which it has now, Seattle will get to come back home to Climate Pledge Arena for a very brief two-game homestand. They'll play the Nashville Predators next um, Thursday, the second uh, back at home. I says the Lightning. Ay, ay, ay. That's not right. I didn't change that. I apologize. Um the prayers have been interesting. Obviously, you know, we'd go back to early in the season. Seattle lost three to nothing to the Predators. You say Soros was excellent. Seattle, you know, did strong in that game, had a strong start to the, uh, the game uh, that midway through the second period, as we've talked about, was kind of the turning point uh, there. And, you know, because of how strong Soros had been early in this in the, in the game uh, and, and, Nashville was more than ready to block shots. Seattle just couldn't break the dam, got shut out. Uh, so the Kraken will surely be looking to write that uh, in this rematch here. Uh, and after this game, uh, they'll play Calgary uh, two days later on Saturday. So oh yes, sorry. Both of those games are seven o'clock puck drops. If you are local, it is on Root Sports. I understand they changed their pricing. I know. Um, and if you are not local and you are national, you can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. So until we see you then, uh, take care.